Welcome. I want to touch on the spirit of giving back a bit. In bonus content over 12 days, I am challenging myself to bring people forward in stories on angelically giving, 12 days of tales of love and generosity. In this series, witness the unveiling remarkable story of 12 individuals who have triumphed over adversity and despite facing their own trials, have chosen a path of faith and selfless giving. Welcome back to another day of the 12 days of giving. Today, I have a very special guest, a good friend of mine that we go way back from eight tracks and hair grease, Ms. Sandra Otero, bachelor level social worker, who's a vendor of a charitable organization that keeps a focus on maintaining and offering stable and permanent housing for veterans. Hey, Sandra, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Look, we are blessed, girl. Bye. We are blessed. We are blessed in these times. So we're going to talk about your background Tell us a little bit about your background and, and what you faced along your journey. Um, well, I've been a social worker uh, 15 plus years. Um, I've worked with a lot of different populations. I started off uh, with mental health, which I enjoyed. Uh, and I just, uh, early on, even as I was um, interning, when I was in college, actually doing what I had to do, um, I, I, I interned in a lot of different places, so I was able to come in contact with a lot of different um, people. <laughs> mm-hmm. Touching so a lot of it, different lives. Right. It, it, it's been a long journey, and I'm still, I'm still long. I'm still a social worker. That's good. I'm telling you, and thank you for what you do. What yeah. trials did you face in your life that made you get into the into the social work uh, arena? Um. My uh, my parents, they you know they died at a, a, a early age in, in my life. So I grew up with my great grandmom. My grandmom was around for a while, but you know I come from a, a strong line of Latin women. Mm-hmm. I grew up in violin, right? I grew up in violin, but I come from New York. I don't know. I mean, people that some I think some people, most people that know me know that I am from New York, but um, I grew up in violin. I'm what they call uh, uh, one of those uh, New Yorkans, even though my family comes from Puerto Rico. You know, I I wasn't born in Puerto Rico. I was, I'm, you know, I was born in New York. My parents were born in New York too. Um, my oh, grandma, okay. my my grandmom and my great grandmom, they were born. Um, they're from Puerto Rico. And I know that living in violent hasn't been easy for anybody that comes from violent. Um, are a lot of gains and a lot of losses in our in our cute little town, huh? Yeah, there's been a lot of that and it continues, but, you know, we can't let that stop us from doing what we have to do, you know, because we all have a, you know, we all have different journeys. So I definitely understand that. And, you know, I'm I'm glad and I'm I'm glad actually that I'm able to share, you know, my journey with others because it's it's life has been an amazing journey, you know. How has it challenged and how has it shaped you? Uh, I'm still, it's, I'm still trying to come back from the comeback. Because <laughs> we always I'm, come back from the comeback. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, you know, there was a lot of things in my life that um, I wasn't ready for, you know, that happened, you know, like my parents, you know, uh, 
not being there and then losing my great grandmom. But, you know, still all in all, I, you know, I've I took a lot of losses and, you know, a lot of things have happened. But, you know, you got to stay strong. You know what I mean? And and I've, 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 I've learned to, you know, stay strong and just do what I have to do. Stay positive so I can continue to, you know, work on my journey. Because I still got a journey. And even though I, I help people, you know, I've been through stuff, you know, because like I said, you know, I come from poverty. And I, even though I work, I still feel like I am in poverty. I, I've lived from paycheck to paycheck. Sometimes, not, sometimes just giving of our time is giving more and more meaningful than actually if we gave a donation, you know? Right. That's, it's, that it's, is. is there a specific moment that inspired you to start to give back in the area that you're giving back? Yeah, you know, I I could understand and I can relate to, you know, people that have that are homeless and and are facing that, you know, because I I have been homeless, you know, as a child and I have been homeless, you know, as an adult. So and I'm just thankful that with all the areas of work that I have um, experienced, it, it has helped me in the area where I'm actually specializing in now. Which is with the homeless veterans. Well, yes, even though, I, you know, I, I provide my services, you know, to uh, a program for homeless veterans, I still come in contact with people that that are not veterans. And because of, you know, what I do, I'm able to help them. You know, I, I have people contacting me that, that are not from the program where, you know, where I'm working and, and, you know, ask me, you know, can you think you can help out in finding, you know, me a home or, you know, an apartment? and Yes, I you know I I help out you know yeah, I send them information I send them the resources yeah you know I send them the resources so they can you know work out whatever is it that they have to work out. What were the biggest hurdles you encountered while trying to give back? Just trying to find the right resources to connect people to the help that they really need because when people come look for help, they don't. They don't want to continue to tell their story and the stuff that they're going about because you, they're not linked to, you know, to the proper services. Mm-hmm. So just pointing them in the right direction and, and just being there and, and guiding them through what they have to do, getting them to where they need to get to. Because I've been there. I've been on that other side plenty of times. And I'm sure that has probably helped you heal from that, you know, from all your struggles being able to pay it forward and helping them and give them not a blueprint, but sort of a game plan that they can, you know, advice is like anything, take what resonates and then dump the rest. But the fact that you're able to do that, I'm sure that that's helped you heal a, a part of a lot of things that have gone on in your life. Yes, most definitely. And when I give back and when I'm able to help people, it, it, you know, it, it, it helps me feel even better about what I'm, what I'm doing and what I'm going through and what I'm trying to, you know, accomplish in my own life. That helps because I, I, I definitely have, um, how can I say a lot of successful stories, you know, in, um, in, in, in the, in the, in my work, you know, in, in, in any program that I have worked, you know, um, people want to keep in contact with me. They want to let me know how they're making out. You know, and that that makes me feel good. It makes me feel like I I made a difference. Can you share uh, an inspirational moment where you actually felt the difference and you actually felt, man, Sandra, you 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 got this. Yeah. And I actually get a little emotional 
Um, when I worked um, at a shelter, I met all types of different um, families and individuals there. And I, I, um, uh, one girl uh, actually landed and she came on, on my caseload. And um, she was a single mom with a, a, a young daughter. And this was the first time that, you know, she's ever uh, been through uh, this is the first time this is her first homelessness. She's never had been homeless before. So she was really having a tough time. She wasn't, you know, um, how can I say? She wasn't trying to let herself get comfortable at the shelter, but she was going through a lot of emotional stuff. So, um, you know, I, I I was there for her and I, you know, I, I, I continued to uh, help her out. I just always told her, you know, stay positive, you know, do what you have to do, like fill out applications and go through the process and follow up and just do what you have to do. Because the reality is, is that nobody's going to go harder for you than you. Oh, I mean, and that's just in general. Facts. So, um, she was there almost maybe like two years and I, you know, I was I'm, uh, this girl was on fire. I, I've never seen so many, uh, you know, applications for housing come through from one person. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, when you talk about lighting a fire under somebody's, <laughs> so this, this, you know, she was, you know, she's a young lady. She was not giving up. I was seeing, you know, she was diligently doing, uh, putting those applications through. So anyway, you know, her housing situation changed you know, um, she was able to move into her own place while she was at the shelter, you know, um, she was able to enroll into college, you know, and she's still in college. Uh, she keeps in contact with me. She lets me know what's, you know, uh, anything that's going on with her. Like she keeps me involved and she, you know, she, she wants me to go to her graduation. Oh, I know that has to make you feel good. Amazing. A total stranger. Wow. Wow. That's got to be, uh, and it has to be something that shows you how much you have planted seeds in her head for all the, the, the resilience and, you know, how you basically changed or shaped your way of thinking to be able to give it back. And you showed her resilience. She wasn't going to stop until she got her own housing. And she definitely wasn't a quitter. And I, and I, you know, that inspired me even more because I feel like I'm a fighter too. I, you know, and, and, you know, she just kept going and, 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 and she allowed me to be a part of that. You know, I was able to see and, and I'm still able to give her that pat that she needs because she's actually on her way there. What struggles have you seen relating to like, you know, obviously your outside people, the people that you're reaching out to for the help for your person. Have you ever felt like you were going to bat just so strongly, so headstrong? Have you ever right. felt like you were going to bat too hard and you were hitting brick walls and then take that home. Like, have you ever felt like you needed to change your way of thinking because you were taking so much on? Well, I don't feel that way like today because I've been in the social work field for so long. You know, I've actually learned how to have that balance. But of course, when I first started, you know, any place I went, um, I felt like 
you know, I was taking the work home. But like I said, I've been a social worker, you know, long enough to separate that. But um, with the type of work that I do now, um, yeah, of course, because I can't directly provide the services. If I had homes to put homeless people in, I, I have... I'd had it'd be too much, but anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, you call it the Sandra um, House, right? So anyway, um, how can I say um, the the issues that that I come across now is like because the po- the population that I work with, you know, um, some of them live off of fixed incomes, and some of them is just like. Um, assistance like from the state like social security or um ssd whatever the case may be so anyway these type of people they don't have enough income to even live and pay rent on their own you know so it's hard to house you know they need you know they need programs where they're going to be able to have some type of housing assistance or something and not for everybody because i I know it can't be for everybody, but definitely um, finding the right resources, the right resources and connecting them with either changing their income or having more programs that they'll be able to um, have some type of housing assistance. Yeah, I but I feel like you I, I feel like this job is kind of just everything that you've done in your life. I mean, not a lot of people know, but like I said in the beginning, we go way back from eight tracks. And I remember the young Sandra, the and I'm saying the young Sandra very respectfully, but the young Sandra was a lot like that. I remember it wasn't a time that there wasn't three or four people in your house. And I remember going there and all, you're always making a meal. You was always at the stove cooking. I mean, everybody always ate. And <laughs> I mean, if we were hanging out because we were young and if we were hanging out, there was always a comfort being there. So, you know, did this, did, did, do you feel like this found you or that you found it? It could be both, you know, it could be, it could be a little bit of both, but I mean, I just feel like I'm where I'm at today because of the things that I have been through. And, and you're right, Barb. I feel like I've always been like an advocate for people. I've always just had a good way of of talking to people. And and I'm thankful for that. You know, I'm thankful for that because I'm glad that I could be that person that people could actually talk to and know that it's coming from a genuine place. Because even though I work with the population that I'm working now and doing what I do, I I come from a a, a background where a lot of things happen in my life. And because of the things that I've been through and, and the stuff even with the jobs that I've had, you know, I, I was able to just experience a lot. So it helps me. It has molded me to what I'm doing today. Yeah. Like forward. I, I don't think I've ever, and you're right. I don't think I've ever had a, a, a problem like um, engaging people, you know? No. And, and, and even more so than that, I know like, you know, for myself, whenever I have ever felt insecure or um, felt up against the fence or that, somebody was, you know, not so nice to me, or even that I had a guy problem. I always knew I could go to Cherry Street and go to Sandra's house. (laughs) (laughs) I always knew Cherry Street was open. (laughs) You see, even back then. Even you, did you finish high school? Actually, no, I was a high school dropout. Um, 
I dropped out in the ninth grade and then I went back to uh, get, I obtained my GD and then I went along and uh, enrolled in college and I was the first one in, in, in my family to enroll in college. And then I started in Cumberland County College and then from there I transferred to um, Stockton right here in Pomona. So, you know, it was a good experience. You know, I didn't get to walk and, and grab that diploma um, because things didn't work out that way, but um, I'm definitely able, I was able to definitely, you know, walk and get that bachelor's, that bachelor's degree. I know that's <laughs> right, girl. So, like very pioneer-like, you know, I, I'm not going to, you know, we're, we're, we won't go into the, the metaphors and, and saying like you're a Rosa Parks, but think about it. You a little bit of a Rosa Parks. <laughs> you got the A in it. You got the Rosa. You got the A for Rosa. <laughs> and I definitely appreciate that. Because, but yeah, definitely, um, most definitely, I love to inspire, and I love to be um, inspired as well. You know, for those that are facing the same type of challenges, what would you what would you give them? What would you tell them to find their strength to give back despite personal bondages like you had? You know, I would say that if you want it, you you have to you have to get it. You know, regardless of any circumstance, life is always worth living. We're worth it. It's always worth to inspire and to aspire. You know, just don't give up on yourself. And that's probably the best message, a, a, a inspirational message that you could give. So now. Looking forward, what looking ahead, what what are your future plans? Like what you got in the works now, girl? I mean, you you doing all these good things, you helping on <laughs> what what's next? Well, you know, because of the, you know, what I've been through and the journey, you know, um in the works of everything going on, I came up with you know, a, a um a fifth generation solutions LLC. I'm just learning, you know, the specifics of it and how to, you know, make it really go um, you know, because of the need and, and where I'm at right now, you know, and the works of everything and how everything, you know, worked in my life, you know, I, 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 I'm going to be, um, running fifth generation solutions and, you know, um, that, that's in, that's in the works and that's going to be, um, providing any social services, um, you know, from a social standpoint. Yep. So that's where I'm at with that. And even though, um, I'm in the um, housing, uh, in the housing business. I, I, I it's just not going to be just for veterans. Even though you know, I want to start off with doing something for veterans because I see the need. Um, I definitely want to help out in other ways. You know, I want to offer different type of programs because uh, in our community and just anywhere, uh, just working social work, people don't. Um, just seeing the need. So I want to offer like different programs. I want to do different things, you know, uh, like just helping with credit and, and having just the classes on different needs that I, that I see along the way. Because like I said, even though I work with a veteran program, um, it's a lot of need for different things out there. Right. No, totally understandable. And like, being able to get volunteers, obviously that's a challenge. How, uh, what, uh, can anybody just volunteer with you? Um, yeah, you know, volunteering, it comes from the heart, you know, because when you volunteer, you're giving back to the community, you know, volunteering, you don't get paid for in money, but you know what, you get blessed and you know, that's what helps volunteering. 
you know, I was was talking in another podcast and I said, you know, sometimes it takes that story, uh, that biblical story about the disciples having four loaves of bread and two fish and multiplied it to feed 5,000. Yes, girl. What counties are you looking to serve specifically? Um, honestly, any, any, um, county, because like I said, um, I, right now I work, I'm the person that is responsible for all the counties in, in, in the program that, that, that I work for, you know, where I work at, I'm responsible for Gloucester, for Atlantic, Cape May, uh, yes. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll figure it out because I've seen, you know, some counties that help another, to help other counties out. So, just depending how all, so definitely we'll try to serve. You know, anybody that I could. It doesn't matter what county you can kind of network with another county. If you, if a person is in another county and you need to find them resources, you have people to connect with in other counties, or you know, maybe like let's say Middlesex or Trenton. You would be able to help at least get them to the right direction. Yes, I definitely will make that extra step, do that, do that extra step to take, you know, to definitely get them to where they need to be. Well, that's fantastic. I wish you all of the best in, in that. And if there's anything that I can do to help, I mean, we're, we'll definitely post, how would somebody get a hold of you? I know that your, um, your email address is fifth, five T H generation G E N E R A T I O N. S O L U T I O N S L L C at gmail.com. That's your email address. And then if, um, if somebody wanted to get a hold of you to either network, to volunteer or to sponsor, they can contact you on that email address. Yes, that is definitely the correct address. Thank you so much. I thank you for all, like I said in the beginning, I thank you for all you do as a social worker. We need more people like you out there that are able and that don't just say, I don't have time. You make the time to help others in, in their issues. And I wish everything, all the best for fifth generation solutions and more to come. Thank you so much, Barbara. And I appreciate you as well. And you keep up the good that you do too, delivering all them babies. (laughs) I'm going to keep it up. As long as there's babies to deliver, I'll be there. Yes, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Thanks. Thank everybody for listening in and uh, more to come on the 12 days of giving back. Thank you for tuning in once again to my 12 days of just giving back. And what a wonderful way to catch up with an old friend. I'm just so excited for what she has done, what she's doing, and what she will be doing. Join us for more on the 12 days of giving back.